grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. From the Old Testament lesson for this feast day, Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And the nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. As we hear these words of the great prophet Isaiah, we perhaps find ourselves asking, what were the circumstances of life when he spoke this word from the Lord? To get an answer to that question, we can look at the very beginning of the book of Isaiah, where Isaiah addresses Jerusalem and its rulers crying out, Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, sons who deal corruptly, they have forsaken the Lord, they have despised the Holy One of Israel. They are utterly estranged. Sons have I reared and brought up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the ass its master's crib, but Israel does not know, my people does not understand. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot even to the head there is no soundness in it, but bruises and putrefying sores. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Yes, it was a dark and evil day. And it was Isaiah's hard task to proclaim God's judgment on his wayward people. Although Isaiah didn't live to see Jerusalem destroyed and its people carried away to Babylon, where they'd remain in captivity for 70 long years, Isaiah was enlightened by God to recognize all the miseries he did in fact see as forerunners, as warning signs of threatening catastrophe. And so he was but speaking the plain truth when he said, Behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples. 
But beyond that present darkness, beyond the long Babylonian captivity, Isaiah foresees Jerusalem restored, bright with the glory of God, shining with a radiance that not only illumines returning exiles, but a radiance so bright that Gentile nations are drawn to it and come bringing rich gifts. With a prophet's vision, Isaiah cries out, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. But as we go on to read what Isaiah had to say, we come to see that Isaiah's vision points to something far greater than the return of the exiles from captivity and the restored earthly Jerusalem drawing to it the Gentile nations. For Isaiah goes on to say this, the sun shall be no more your light by day, nor the moon give light to you by night. But the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Your sun shall no more go down, nor your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your days of mourning shall be ended. More than 700 years later, the Apostle John, exiled on the island of Patmos, speaks not of the earthly Jerusalem, but of the heavenly Jerusalem. John writes, the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall worship him, for they shall see his face, and night shall be no more. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they shall reign forever and ever. We call this Happy Feast Day Epiphany, which means appearing, revealing, unveiling. No less than six times, St. Paul uses this word epiphany to refer to the final appearing the final revealing, the final unveiling of the risen Lord when he comes again in glory. And it is that final appearing, that final revealing, that final unveiling of the risen Lord, that the words spoken so long ago by the prophet will find 
their fulfillment, their full meaning, their marvelous fulfillment. And that's why in his wonderful hymn for this feast, Bishop Christopher Wordsworth prays to the Savior, grant that we, like to thee may be, at thy great epiphany, at thy great epiphany. And so the birth of our Lord and Savior, which we celebrate, is the bright and happy dawn of that great epiphany when at the name of Jesus, not only the gentle wise, Gentile wise men, but every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Toward the end of St. John's vision on the island of Patmos, the risen Lord says, I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. Jesus is the root of David because as the eternal word through whom all things were made, Jesus is the cause of David's existence. Jesus is also the offspring of David because in his humanity, he is the descendant of David, the long promised Messiah and Savior. And Jesus is the bright morning star. The morning star announces the end of night and darkness, the radiant dawn, the coming of day. Jesus is himself the bright morning star whose appearing, whose epiphany in this world as the child of Mary heralds the end of night and the coming of the day, the never-ending day of his eternal kingdom of light and joy. Says the prophet Isaiah, Behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. That is our faith. That is our joy. That is our hope, which this bright feast of the Epiphany confirms and celebrates. The Lord Jesus is the bright morning star who by his death has taken away the sin of the world and by his rising again overcome the darkness of death and the grave. And so in the final hymn of this divine service of the Epiphany, we shall sing, In the heavenly country bright, need they no created light, 
thou its light, its joy, its crown, thou its sun, which goes not down. There forever may we sing alleluias to our King. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Thank you.